in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by that pop star, Taylor Sokol. Today, we're reviewing the new romantic comedy drama film, Marry Me. This was based on the, that's right, graphic novel by Bobby Crosby. A screenplay by John Rogers. Tammy Sager and Harper Dill and directed by Kat Corio. So Taylor, you know, this is February. This is the romantic month. Uh, we just had Valentine's day earlier this week, and this came out literally in time for Valentine's day, both in theaters and streaming on Peacock. A uh, very interesting premise. One of those uh, rom-com uh, plots that more than likely would never actually happen. But, uh, you know, in this day and age with, uh, social media being what it is and TikTok and sometimes people doing crazy things. It is uh, not something that's unpossible. You know, it is definitely something that could happen. So Taylor, give us a brief synopsis of marry me. I think you said impossible. You just made up a word. That's impossible. I did. Uh, impossible. Actually, impossible. Yeah. Not uh, possible. So we've got uh, our two stars, Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson. JLo uh, stars as Kat Valdez, who's a pop star who decides to marry a stranger holding a marry me sign Owen Wilson after learning at this onstage performance with her partner, both on stage and in real life, uh, Bastion, uh, that he has been having an affair. And so she decides spur of the moment. I've already, you know, had this elaborate wedding planned via concert. I'm just going to marry that guy. So spur of the moment. And then we follow the aftermath of, you know, what has transpired between this average, Math teacher Owen Wilson marrying this pop star and the kind of ludicrous event that happens after this. Um, you know, with any kind of rom-com, like you said, it's very funny because, you know, we just did our little pass pick on Four Weddings and a Funeral. There is something about um, a rom-com that there is a little bit of suspension of disbelief because you got to think um, in all these movies, you've got like an hour and a half, under two hours, you have these people meet, fall in love. And, you know, in the span of time, this one, it, it kind of takes it to the extreme. It's like, I'm just going to meet you and we're already married. And now we're just going to get to know each other after the fact. So it's kind of an interesting kind of like take where, you know, you, even in the movie, they comment on this where marriage was, you know, a transaction of goods. We're like, hey, marry this family, you know, hundreds and thousands of years ago is married like to, to gain wealth and no one even knew about these people, the arranged marriages. So it's kind of interesting in this one where it's almost arranged, but in a, in a, in a funny kind of modern take, if you will. It actually reminded me of uh, my fiance and I watched the show married at first sight, which is a reality show where people volunteer uh, for these experts to match them and they meet their person and they marry them for the first time at the altar. And then it's a eight week, you know, show where they go on a honeymoon, they live together. And by the end of that course, if they want to stay married, they can or they can get a divorce. And this movie definitely felt like that because it's like this weird situation where Kat is like, oh, wow, she's in front of 20 million people. You know, there's a whole audience in the stadium and people are streaming this, you know, worldwide. So she's like, I got to. 
she just learns that, you know, oh, her assistant is been, you know, having an affair with her soon to be, you know, just about to be husband and making that choice to marry a complete stranger. It's then it's the big difference, though, of she is a huge pop star, you know, like I mean, JLo is, of course, in real life, but her character is this, you know, big pop star that travels the world, has all the wealth, has all these people working for her and almost some being that he's just a math teacher, you know, who has a very simple life. It's him and his daughter, him and his wife are no longer together. So it's, it plays a lot of those tropes that we see in a lot of rom-coms of like, it's the single dad with the kid who doesn't have love right now. And I did like the message of like, you can find love anywhere. Like there was, there was a hope I felt for these two. And like, you know, in a way, Owen Wilson's character brings her down to earth a little bit, gets her out of her shell of this bubble. And at the same time, she brings a bit of energy to his life because he is kind of that lame math teacher that's not really taking chances in life. He's not hip. He's not, you know, with the times. Also, the idea is they both have that connection where she had a lot of failed marriages before. And, and you know, he, he had a marriage that didn't work out. So, like, they have that even though they're in totally different people, totally different parts of their lives... Um, they they both can bond over that um, over you know but still having that hope that you can find love in the most unlikely places and then still believing in the one. But I do agree. We kind of discussed real quick before we started recording that this did need more comedy. Oh yeah, very surprised. It has the the plot itself, although it has a lot of serious moments and some nice you know romantic moments for sure. It felt like it would have been something that would have been a funnier premise had there been more comedy written in it there's clearly some characters that are included in this to have that comedy we have john bradley who we just saw moonfall he is the manager for cat and sarah silverman is owen wilson's like best friend who's also a teacher at the school uh stephen wallam is like the choir teacher like there was definitely some characters included to let's try to have some humor but it did feel like there wasn't as much jokes or not as much comedy. And I actually, I do feel that even though Owen Wilson is a very funny actor, he's been in tons of comedies. I felt he's not, he was a little too just like mid range for this movie. I almost feel like a, a, maybe someone that's a little younger or someone that I think the thing too is Owen Wilson is someone that's easy recognizable. Obviously they're going to cast someone of a name because this, this movie has to rely on the names to kind of sell itself. That always kind of happens at the rom-com around Valentine's days. We need stars. I think someone that maybe like a John Krasinski or someone that been maybe a little younger or someone maybe not to the same level of fame would have maybe helped. Also kind of, yeah, we'll also kind of play into the strengths because Owen Wilson has done, you know, romantic films. I mean, more, I mean, Wedding Crashers comes to mind, even though that's such a little bit more of a ludicrous, a little bit more of, you know, the cheekier adult humor. But there is that chemistry he has, like with Richard McAdams. But he is still playing to a strength of Owen Wilson. You know, he kind of goes on these little bit of rants and stuff like that. He was a little too subdued for what his strengths are. And when we go to see Owen Wilson, we want to see Owen Wilson. I, I totally agree. You need maybe someone a little bit more down to earth, like, or even have like maybe Jason Sudeikis or yeah, John Krasinski or something like that. Yeah. Because I felt the the times when Owen Wilson's put in the situations where he's amongst all these crowds, uh, clearly once, you know, the marriage happens, social media goes crazy. 
I thought there would have been more goofy moments where like he kind of gives into the fame or like put in these situations where he has to put on a certain outfit and go to a thing. It felt very just like his character is constantly like against social media. He's against, uh, you know, dealing with it. And there's even like a premise throughout the movie until they really start falling for each other. It's kind of just like we need to keep up this charade because people now expect it. So like they would like go to his place, pick him up. Be like, you're going to go to this event, smile, take some photos, and then like drop them off and be like, all right, thanks. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. So it felt very like, like, not that this would have been the actor to be chosen, but like if Jack Black had been chosen to be, you know play this character, I felt even though Jack Black's also done a fair amount of rom-coms and has that ability, there would have been some really goofiness for like, he gets a nice pair of boots and an outfit and he like, we do a whole like, j-lo doing a wardrobe change of like you know we gotta up your wardrobe because you're with me now i'm a big star and there was not a lot of that in this so i do think that there could have been more comedy i do think there was some nice music in here and you know j-lo of course she's had her fair amount of rom-coms as well immediately when this ended my fiance turned to me and said well that was no wedding planner and that was no made in manhattan uh you know so it's not a complete miss for me it's just one that I don't think I'll ever watch again. It was like a one and done. I was like, all right, you know, for a Valentine's Day movie, something to put on uh, that's new. Great. And I was glad that it was on Peacock. Didn't actually have to go drive to the theater to see this. I think it's a perfect just sit at home and watch on streaming. 100% I agree. And of course, you can go check this out yourself if you want to go see this in theaters now. Or as Chris said, you can check this out on Peacock streaming service. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.